Hey, hey, welcome back, you guys. It's Janelle, and I am here for another episode of Strength and Struggle podcast. And today is Small Business Saturday. And I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to every single person these last six years who has supported my small business, every single person that has trusted me to be their health coach or personal trainer. Um, that have allowed me to be a part of their very special and um, authentic and personal private journey. Um, It means more, more, more than you will ever know that you chose me to be your coach. And a big thank you to every single customer that has joined my online accountability group and literally walks or runs beside me every day on my own journey and helps inspire me to be the best version of myself. Um, I am just so grateful for all of the support and love that I've received on my journey all around for the last six years. And I truly feel like there are not enough words to put that into an episode, put it into a letter. Like I just, I wish that I had the words to say how grateful I am for all of the support that I've received on my journey. Um, but the best words that I can come up with today are thank you so much so much. And also for supporting my podcast, even though it's not really a part of my small business, it is a way that I kind of express myself and it feels really good to be able to do that. In fact, if you're somebody that holds everything in, I really recommend forcing yourself to start a podcast because it helps you to like kind of let things off your chest that helps you to sort through things that maybe you're feeling um, and it feels really really good and empowering. Today I want to talk a little bit about being intentional with connecting with your feelings. I feel like so often we kind of just press cruise control when it comes to life and we just go through the motions and show up in ways that may have at one point brought us joy or worked but at this point in time may just be a result of it being an easy uh, choice or just something that you're used to and you're living in monotony and not feeling joy and that happens to so many people. This episode is inspired by the quote, don't force what doesn't flow. It is one of my absolute favorite daily reminders. When I find myself struggling with anything, I often ask myself, am I trying to force something that isn't flowing from a genuine, authentic, or passionate place? Um, This concept can be applied to anything. It could be applied to a relationship that maybe at one point felt like it was the one and lately you've been questioning things or there have been red flags and you're kind of just like, am I showing up in this relationship because I want to or because I feel like I have to? Um, That's one example. Another example is perhaps you have started a adventure with a new career and at first it seemed like it was going to be all that in a bag of chips and you thought that it was going to be the one thing that changed your life forever but you are finding that you are lacking the motivation to get out of bed and do what once felt like a passion to you something that maybe is just a habit now something maybe you're afraid to walk away from because you don't know what that might look like or what that might feel like that's an example of this. Um, Maybe another one is, you know, surrounding yourself or hanging out with a group of people that 
maybe at one point in time you felt as though you had things in common with or you had fun with, but lately they've been making you question um, their intentions or maybe they've gotten into something that you don't support, but you continue to support them even though it doesn't feel right. Um, That would be an example of this. You can find examples of this in every single day of your life, even when it comes to like your health and fitness journey. For example, I'll give you a perfect example. So when I was uh, first able to return to my more intense type of exercising and training after having my third baby this past summer, um, exercise became a really, really big part of my mental health journey, just being in the middle of the pandemic and being isolated from family with a new baby, I really, really leaned into exercising every single day as much as possible. And one of the things that I took up at that time was running. I really, really loved the way that it made me feel at first. Um, But then it got to the point where it felt like more of a job and I feel like it kind of got to an unhealthy place where I felt like I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I was doing it to get a certain amount of steps on my watch and it was to get a certain amount of calories burned or to give myself, quote, permission to eat certain things in my diet. Um, It no longer served a purpose for something that made me feel good and every single time that I put my running sneakers on after a couple of weeks I felt like such just resentment and I was just like oh I have to go for this run and it just didn't feel right and so one day I had to take a really big look in the mirror and say am I doing this for the right reasons am I trying to force something that doesn't flow like does my body really need to go for a run like maybe maybe I just should stop and as much as it was super hard to come to that realization I had to take a huge step back on my health and fitness journey because I was starting to resent it and I was starting to want to skip and that I knew like deep down that wasn't me and so what did I do I took my apple watch off I took it off in June of 2020 and it is now November and I have still yet to put it on because I had to take recognition in the fact that I was forcing something on myself. I was forcing myself to live up to the standard of burning a certain amount of calories a day to define my success and um it, that meant at that moment to do things that didn't feel good and one of those things was forcing myself to run and I haven't ran since that day in in June and to be frank it feels really good because my joints were really hurting and um, I have yet to find the desire to do it in fact we my company that I I started a business in 2014 a health and wellness business and our company released a new program um, about a month ago and it's like a running based program and that's something that I've always always wanted within um, our you know workout library for our customers and for ourselves and what's interesting is that I have not one desire to do that program and I think it's because I actually realized that I was forcing something that didn't flow um, another thing that I experienced in my own personal 
like growth journey is for a really long time I was following these like guidelines and constraints of like how many carbohydrates can I have today or how many um seltzers am I allowed to have today you know like how many pieces of gum like I noticed that I was living this life where I was just like forcing myself to live up to this standard that didn't actually serve me in a way that like I felt was maintainable long term and I think a lot of times we do that right we do things because it looks good in someone else's life or it looks good on paper but when we're actually doing it it's like it, it it's bringing us more stress it's bringing us more um you know animosity toward that thing it's it's making us do things that um we know deep down like we're not going to be doing six months from now. And what does that mean? That means that we are actively partaking in self-sabotaging behaviors because we want to look a certain way, be a certain way, and we're forcing something that isn't authentic to us. And I've experienced this because I think the diet culture in the world is so strong where it's like portrayed that, you know, you're only good if you look a certain way or if you follow a certain diet or a certain plan or you only eat green beans, like, you know, whatever it is. But that that might not be the, the key uh, to success for, for everybody. And I think that a lot of times when we try to force something in our lives that isn't authentic to us, we can tell and it, it I've noticed that in my own life I have been the most unhappy when I was forcing things that didn't flow or that didn't feel good and so for example what I started to do is I started to eat more intuitively so I truly believe just from experience that I really needed the like strict guidelines of portion control and counting my macronutrients and things like that in the beginning of my wellness journey because I needed that structure to um, kind of dial it in and create boundaries for myself. But now that I've created those boundaries, it almost started to feel a little too restrictive. And being that I'm a new version of myself that doesn't feel the need to overindulge on carbohydrates or sweets and treats that I did maybe six years ago, I feel as though it's more um, beneficial for me to operate from a place where I am eating intuitively and doing that because that's what works for me. And because when you eat intuitively, there's no right or wrong. Like you might want to eat a salad one day and the next day you might want to eat a burrito. And ultimately at the end of the day, learning that no matter what that choice is, there is no wrong in it and that you're still good regardless is a really eye-opening transformation that I've had that our value in our life isn't um, measured in the things that we force ourselves to do because it looks good or it sounds good, but rather that we find ourselves along the way of just flowing through life and doing what feels good in a given moment. And you know what? I have learned that that meant um, making sacrifices. So in my journey, there have been times where, let's say, for example, being a certain weight on the scale was most important to me. But there have also been times in my journey that being happy and feeling joy and not feeling like I was living a restrictive life um, that wasn't mine to live it was became more of a priority to find that joy again and put maybe my health and fitness goals on the back burner for a moment in time. It's okay to do that. 
I am a health coach. I am a personal trainer. I do push people to show up on the hard days. And I do truly believe that exercise and nutrition is like medicine. We all need it in some capacity, but that doesn't mean that we all need it all the time, all the same way. So I've found that like this postpartum journey compared to my first one, I need less of that structure and more of that flexibility to really live in the moment and feel joy and really pay attention to the foods that I'm eating, really um, cherish the times that I do eat outside of my plan. So instead of following a strict guideline, I enjoy um, you know, eating 90-10 or 80-20, 90 or 80% of the time on point, 10 to 20% of the time not on point because that's what feels good. So the reason I'm bringing this topic to you now is because I feel like now more than ever with just, I don't even have to say it. Let's just leave it at this. 2020. (laughs) There are probably many things that you're doing in your life and just going through the motions and operating like a robot because you're in survival mode. And I just want to bring you back to that reality today that even though times are hard and scary and unknown, um, connecting to your emotions and the way that you feel on the inside is the greatest superpower that you have in your toolbox. Um, you can you can live through a hard time but still thrive simultaneously and I've learned that through experience. Like even if your growth doesn't necessarily look the way that you want it to or the way that you thought it would this year, um, it could still be meaningful growth if you reconnect with your intuition and your emotions. If you're working a job that you hate that is bringing you nothing but panic attacks every single day, but you're doing it because you don't know what life in the middle of a pandemic would look like without that job, I promise you that the answer lies within you. And you're more than likely avoiding that answer or those um, hints of what the best choice would be for you. And sometimes, honestly, the scariest decisions that we make end up being the ones that change our lives forever. So as much as I understand that, you know, losing a source of income or the possibility of failing at a new opportunity, all of that is really real right now. I'm not saying like, oh, just like, you know, go quit your job and and just pretend that something's going to fall into your lap. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is maybe some of the things that you're avoiding are the things that you really need most. Maybe some of those changes that you're too afraid to make because you're in such a habit of just showing up as this portrayal of yourself that you've created, like this, this person that you think you have to show up as to be good enough. Maybe you stop showing up as her or him and instead you tap into what feels good like what does it look like to show up as the person that you are on the inside do you say the things that you actually say in your brain out loud do you dress the way that you actually think is like a comfortable or attractive way to dress or are you trying to live up to a standard and force something that doesn't flow from within because if the answer is yes then the only way that you're ever going to stop feeling trapped or imprisoned by your own expectations is if you set yourself free. And 
in many ways, in many, many ways, I'm going through this myself right now. It's a scary time and there are so many unknowns, but what I'm learning is I am my happiest and my strongest and my most resilient when I am flowing in my day, in my, in that moment of time. We are not promised today. We are not promised tomorrow. We are not promised next year. So what I encourage is that you really tap back into who you really are as a person and live relentlessly as her every single day when you put your feet on the floor without worrying about what other people think, without worrying about the standards, without worrying about um, what media portrays is good or amazing. And just focus on being the most amazing version of who you are. And when you do that and when you stay authentic to the things that flow from a place of joy and passion, you truly cannot fail. The people that you look up to that are doing well for themselves are only doing well for themselves because they are doing things that they enjoy. They are doing things that they in they like, that they love, that they wake up wanting to pour into. Very, very few of them are just operating robotically to mirror the image of someone else that they know so that they can be that successful. The successful people out there are the people that aren't afraid to be who they are, that aren't afraid to peel back the layers, um, the walls that they've built up all of these years and just be. Say what they want to say, do what they want to do, pour into what they want to pour into and take chances and, and do things that maybe aren't conventional because they feel good and that's how they flow through their day. That's how they flow through their life. So don't force what doesn't flow. If you are unhappy or you feel stuck, perhaps you are forcing yourself to do or be something or someone that you are not. And it's okay. All you have to do is recenter and allow yourself to express who you are and what you need in your day to feel like the best version of you. And it's not always as easy said than done. It takes intention and time. But I will tell you this, that the sooner you start doing things that feel right, not with the intention to self-sabotage, but with the intention to be better then that is what you will be. You will be a better version of yourself for it. So if you're working a job that you hate just because it looks good on paper, but you don't like any part of it, set yourself free. Go find a job that brings you joy. Even if that means you make $20,000 less a year, what is more important? Selling your soul to something that, that doesn't look right? to others, but, you know, subjecting yourself to not living a life of passion and opportunity and success. I've learned that when I do things that feel good and that flow, and when you're flowing, you know what I mean by that. Like, you'll know when you're in a flow. Like, things are just working and aligning for you because because they are things that you want in your life. You're not forcing them. Um, miracles happen. Like 
what you focus on expands. It goes back to that concept of like the more you pour into what you want to pour into, the more successful at that thing you become. Same thing with a relationship. If you're forcing a relationship that doesn't flow and you're afraid to leave because you don't want to be alone for the rest of your life, perhaps leaving that relationship that you're forcing is the one possible thing that can allow the space for you to find the person you're meant to be with. I've lived it. So I think we all need that friendly reminder right now that if you're not flowing, it's up to you to change it, friend. And there's a lot of magic in that life where you are just yourself authentically and you do what you want to do and you say what you want to say because that's who you are and that's what you were made for and that's your purpose here. You have a purpose here and it is your job to un un. I'm so sorry I got a phone call and it like completely threw me off guard um true life I record a podcast from my phone anyway until you reveal who you truly are and you live in this space that is just so contagious that you just want to keep waking up and keep reliving your day over and over and over again. That is what life's supposed to feel like. You don't have to be a prisoner in your own life. And I just hope to encourage you to stop forcing things that don't flow in your life so that you can become your happiest version because you deserve that. So I'm going to stop now. I got completely sidetracked by that. And I'm so, so appreciative that you guys let me be who I am and give me the grace um, to just be authentic and just keep it real over here. I'm not trying to impress anyone. I'm just trying to share my heart to brighten your day. So hopefully this episode did it. And if you think that there's anyone in your life that really needs to hear this message, I would so appreciate you to share this episode with them. Um, Maybe it'll brighten their day too. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you on the next episode.